You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Yeah. Well, back for more. Back for more. All right. Round three. <laughs> so uh, I screwed that one yeah, up. Yeah, we had some fault. technical yeah, difficulties on the last one. So um, so last week, I uh, I did something. Can I do the jokes again? You did. Yes, okay, okay. You did a thing. You did a thing. And I've got a guess. And I guessed ironing. Yes, I. Do you know how to iron? Well, yeah. So I've I, never ironed. Anything. My job is a product, like my my you, day you job can is, sew. A, is a product yeah. designer. Yeah. And I'm always using an iron to smooth out seams and other things. Uh huh. But also, I do iron my white shirts for church. Bam, bam! Yeah. I learned how to iron as as a child. Thanks, mom. And I tell you what, it does not come in handy now because I never use it. But I. I can every once in a while. I can iron something. I've never if you need it done, I'll iron it for you. Yeah. I'll just, I know who to come to then. Yeah. Brand Bring it to my house. Bring it to my house. The Brandalorian. So you, uh, you did something last week and it's not ironing. Nope. Um, yeah. It's not mowing the lawn. No. So as I was explaining in the last episode that, okay. that the listeners will never, it up. will never hear. <laughs> yep. Um, I started rock climbing as a youngster at about 12. Yes. And uh, I'd, I'd go to a climbing gym anytime I could get my parents to take me. And then at 16, when I got a license and had a car and stuff, I, I went to the climbing gym three or four days a week, climbed outside. I, I worked in a gear shop, like right across the street from a climbing gym. So I'd work until eight o'clock and then I'd go and climb from eight to 10. Or if I wasn't working, I would just go and climb from like five to 10. Climbing to 10. is a sport that you have to do a lot to get good at. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a fitness component. There's a technique component. Yeah. Um, but the fitness one is kind of the big one. Um, there's very few people that just start climbing and get really good really fast because they don't have the fitness. It's a very specific fitness. And you can kind of get decent fast. Right. Like you can spend a summer climbing and you're like, okay. You get uh, pretty good. Right. Five nines, five tens, and then you're working on five elevens, maybe over a summer. If you're in that's if you're in good I, physical that's where shape, I right? My, like yeah. biggest. I started climbing in high school when I was 16. My cousin was like, "Hey, let's go to the climbing." I was like, "Climbing? Like, why would I want to climb <laughs> something?" But I ended up being like one of my favorite summer activities, and that's all I did until I moved out here. And then once I moved here, it kind of turned into a whole bunch of other things like skiing and all that. But yeah. I got pretty good that summer yeah. of uh, getting out of senior year. I was like a pretty good climber, I'd say. It, it took me. And my friends, two summers to get up to where we were uh, attempting 12s. Yeah, I you wasn't know. there, but. And then that was as good as I got. And, yeah. I, and I never made it up at 12. I thought yeah. they were they were too hard. But you were at 12, you were 12s and attempting 13s. Yeah, when I was, 
<clears throat> when I was at my top, uh, sport, I didn't do a lot of sport climbing. I mostly did bouldering because I was training yeah. in the gym mostly, and, and I would go by myself, so I was just mostly bouldering. So I was bouldering about V V9 at my at my top, and then um, sport climbing, hard 12s, easy 13s. And then trad climbing as well? And then, um, yeah, as a, you know, from like 16 to 19, did a ton of bouldering and sport climbing. And I went um, on a mission for my church for a couple of years. And when I came back and started climbing, I still trained in the gym, but I didn't do a lot of sport climbing. I, I did a lot more trad climbing. Yeah. And so we'd go up to the Tetons or the Wind Rivers or wherever, Sawtooth or whatever, and, and did a bunch of climbing, uh, trad climbing that way. So I think trad climbing, I got up to like hard 11s. Um, That's trad. Damn good That's for trad. That's really good yeah. for trad. Yeah. And when, you know... I got good enough. There's, uh, I've got uh, some friends that are better trad climbers than I ever was. Um, that they could climb twelves trad, but that's that's pretty tough. But if you climb enough, do you know who's getting gas to me? Gas next to me the other day, Colby Wayman. Oh yeah, yeah. he's the one Spe- I was thinking speaking of. of those, yeah, those. Yeah, guys. so he was, he's a an amazing trad climber. He used to be. I I imagine he probably still is pretty good but yeah he doesn't post it on instagram so you wouldn't know but yeah, right <laughs> he's a step he's one he is a legitimate silent crusher oh yeah you wouldn't have n- any idea how good he is and silent he but is amazing me. yeah yeah he's good so yeah he'd climb 12 trad i'd climb 11 trad in my in my heyday um but you know if you're up in like the top of the wind rivers and you're climbing 10 trad that's pretty or, or the top of the Tetons or whatever, and you're climbing 510 trad. That's pretty decent. Um, <clears throat> a friend of mine and I, we were climbing the Grand Teton, and we were doing the Exum route, and we were just cruising past people. There were a lot of people on the route that were going slow, and so we kept doing variations of the route and climbing around them so we could go faster. I've got a plan to climb the Grand in, like, two weeks. I really have no idea if it's happening. Greg was just like, we're climbing the Grand in two weeks. I said... <laughs> <laughs> Count me in. Yeah, and then he's like, "Okay, we're climbing the grand." Are you climbing <laughs> or are you I doing really, the? I have no idea. Yeah. It's it's been it's a. I don't think you're doing Exum route. Probably yeah. Owen Spalding. Maybe yeah. he Owen said, uh, "We're climbing the grand." I said, "Okay." Oh man, I'm jealous. <laughs> have fun. Don't die. Thank yeah. you. We'll so what uh, happens? We'll see how it goes. <laughs> on the on the Exum, we were on the upper X. No, let's see. We were on the last pitch. Of the lower Exum route, right before it gets to Wall Street, and you get onto Upper Exum, and we got off route and got onto something that was a lot harder than we had been climbing, like five eights and five sevens, five eights, five nines tops, and we got on one route um, that was probably a, I don't know if it was a ten or eleven. It was hard. It was, it was hard. harder, <laughs> and. Um, we had brought a pretty thin rack because we thought we were just going to be on easy stuff. So we're just going to, we'll string it out and carry less gear. And, um, so my buddy who's, who's a really good trad climber, he starts climbing up this route and, and he's like halfway up the route and he's like, uh, this is a lot harder than, uh, than it's supposed to be. Cause we <laughs> like, thought we were oh. on like this five, eight route and he's climbing something that's like five, 10, five, 11. He's so like wait, this. So wait, is it hard? Is, does that happen often? Do you, like on multi-pitch climbs, and that's a multi-pitch climb, do you, is it hard to stay on route? Because, I mean, there's not bolts, so how do you know where you're going? Yeah, it is, it can be hard. It depends on the area, but yeah. I mean, some some climbs, 
you see in the description, it follows this big crack. And so you look at it and you see the crack and oh, just go yeah, right up right. it. Yeah. And then sometimes you see a face that's pretty smooth and there's a few cracks here and there that you put cams in or nuts or whatever. But most of the holds are face holds. Yeah. It's easy to get off route in yeah. that case. And in this case, it was a, it was a pretty smooth face with a few cracks um, that were kind of, it was easy to get in the wrong crack. So we started following the wrong crack and it took us up Oh boy. <laughs> we start getting up the wall a little and then it starts going to the right and we're supposed to go to the left and I don't know a lot about climbing, but I know you're not supposed to be in the wrong crack. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Right. That was a lot of yeah. cracks though. Right. Yeah. When, stay on route. You don't want to get in the wrong crack. No. No, no. We um so he's he's climbing this. He's like, Hey, this is way harder than it's supposed to be. And I'm like, Yeah, and he's like, Yeah, and I'm like out of gear. I've got enough gear to build a a janky anchor halfway up this route. He's like, you're going to have to, I'm going to make an anchor. You're going to have to climb up to me and, and clean the gear. And we're going to have to turn this one pitch into two pitches. Oh, wow. Oh. And so I climbed up to him and then I led the second half of the route. And it was, it was, it was tough because it was exposed. It was high. Like it was. Those mountains are no joke, A. And we're. And when you're up there. And we're oh stringing out like. Was it dark? Were you in the 10 light? or 15 feet in between pieces. No, it was light. Okay. Yeah, yeah I could. don't think we're doing that route. Down, the the one that we've done is down has done before. Oh, and Spalding. Yeah, it's probably that. Probably, one. yeah, that one's that one's good. It's you know there's some exposure, but it's not hard climbing. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. And it's nice. easy to protect. There's a lot of people that do it without a rope, but so so life got in the way. I'm gonna get back to the story. Life <laughs> got in the way, and you didn't climb like you like you climbed for ten years, fifteen years. Yeah, so I stopped. So. So I climbed a lot until um, I got married at 24. So that was 10 years ago. Yeah. And um, and then my climbing went from like four days a week to once or twice a week. And then I had my first child and then it went to like once every few weeks, maybe once a month. And then I had my second child. And since since she was born, I really haven't climbed much at I, all. I blame her. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, it's totally her fault. She, Reagan. Yeah, Reagan. Yeah. So our five-year-old. So it's probably <laughs> been five years since I've climbed regular. Yeah. In the last five years, I've probably gone rock climbing five times, and in the last three years, I don't think I've gone rock climbing. But it's hard as a dad and as as someone who's trying to notch a career and things like it's tough to scrape out time for um, extra pursuits. Right. Well. When you're not working and you're not doing other stuff, you want to be home with your family. Yeah. Like, I like my kids. I like my wife. Yeah. And uh, and they, they're they not quite old enough to do it with me. Um, and so, so yeah, if I'm not working, I want to be home. But then um, about a year ago, my wife said, you should get back into climbing. You said, okay. And That's it was a good wife right there. Well, yeah, there you go. it kind of, it was kind of a hurtful comment because <laughs> it, some I weight. had just taken my shirt off. <laughs> I had just taken, or maybe I just got out of the shower or something. Oh, yeah. I did not yeah. have my shirt on. And yeah. she's like looking at me and she you said, maybe you should get back into <laughs> Um uh, Here's a pro tip for you dads out there. Maybe, I mean, take it either way. There's, we recently installed a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That I can see that's n- sort of next to the bed. So when I take my shirt off to get, to get into the bed. You just see it. I'm see like, it dear <laughs> baby, what <laughs> happened to me? 
It's a horrible place I'm for a mirror. You, you install yeah. the mirror next yeah. to the bed. Well, it's like, yes, it's okay. So it's <laughs> opposite the bed. It's not above the bed. So that's good. <laughs> that would I mean, be there's, cool. There's that. Yeah. That it was like, wild. well, that's what's in my room. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's actually, um, it's actually a jewelry case that opens, oh. you know, cause we don't, we don't have a lot of closet space in our house. So it's a jewelry right. case that opens. And so you, the, it's a mirror on the outside and then, uh, you my wife opens it up and it's chock full of all of her earrings. And oh like yeah. That, right. But I, and I was like, but I, I'll take my shirt off or whatever before I hop in the bed. And I'm like, this is my last vision before I get into bed. <laughs> and nobody needs to see nightmares. this. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> so pro tip, uh, don't, do that um <laughs> find a better place for your mirror if you can if you can above your ceiling oh, but it's bed. sort of but it's sort of motivational i'm like okay i gotta right, i gotta you work. realize I gotta self-realization work. you're like the okay, dad bod is is cool on paper but it's not cool in reality when you see it I in the mirror know. like dad bods for the win yeah you know what though avery you can't do that i guess you, i'm not there yet like so like my I wife appreciates it, it but outside of that it doesn't yeah help you it's not You're healthy like, no nope. yeah. it's and, not healthy <laughs> and here's what happened so i was 165 pounds As and like and like five percent body fat when when i got married i was probably like eight percent body fat I when i, I got married five percent yeah yeah i wasn't that lean i was maybe eight percent but i was yeah. climbing a ton you exercising a ton i had yeah. abs and and that sort of thing <clears throat> Avery has that. You can't wife, see him because he's so furry. Boom! It's yeah. so furry. <laughs> so I was 165 pounds. My wife was 150 pounds when I met her. Yeah. I introduced her. She was golfing for in college. She was golfing for Weber State. And, and so she had put on some muscle. And um, she was a great golfer, but she was 150 pounds. A year after we got married, I was 185 pounds and she was 135 pounds. So I'd put on 20 pounds. She'd lost 15 pounds. You were eating her food. And <laughs> then a year after that, I was 195 pounds and she Uh-oh. was 135 pounds. Yeah. And we were biking and, and doing some, you know, fun things. We were staying active, but I'd put on like, what was that? 165 to 195. I put on 30 pounds in two years and she had lost 15 pounds. And so she's looking at me like, uh, something's not working out here. I got yeah. fit for you and you got fat <laughs> for me. So, wow. Well, Did she, she, she didn't say that. She no, should. but that's, Kelsey, that's what was doing. That was what the voice in my head was telling me. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I'm anyway, like... 10 years later or eight years later, I'm still fat. I'm actually in uh, 205 now. So I'm an additional 10 but, pounds, but let, let it be known. You're six, two. Six two. Yeah, I'm not like uh I'm not I'm not big and round. No, you're but, out of shape. But I'm out of shape. The Compa- abs are to, harder to see. Yeah. I I've got like the top half of the top two. <laughs> if I flex hard enough. If I pull kidding, if I pull <laughs> if I pull the fat to the side, you can still you know Yeah. Suck it in a little bit. But yeah, so my wife, she was like because I've been wanting to get back into climbing for a while, and I was gonna, I was gonna build a climbing wall in our basement, and because, you know, I just, I don't have time to go to the gym, uh, and it's expensive, and those, all those types of things. So, so along comes Weber State. Along comes Weber State. Yeah. So, Weber State just built this awesome new building, uh, they called the Outdoor Adventure and Welcome Center, or something along those lines. It's the, it's the new outdoor program where we used to work together right at weber state so wow. weber state university outdoor program was in a house and daniel turner who runs the outdoor program uh, employee weber state university so 
work to get funding to get a new building, and the new building is the Welcome Center, awesome. Out, Outdoor Adventure Welcome Center. You, you're a student, so you know. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, it's huge. It's huge. It's awesome. I've rented some telemark skis because I tried telemark skiing last year. Cool. Nice. It yeah. didn't go super well, but it is. <laughs> I've climbed there a couple of times, and it's just it's huge and awesome. Now, is that gym open to the public? It is, yeah. Okay. Is it free for the public? Free. It's free for students. Okay. And you have to pay for the if you're public then you just pay but it's affordable it's not, and it's is it as expensive as the front it's not as expensive as okay. the front it's also not as nice as the front like yeah. the front's huge it's, it's huge. really nice there's okay. you know there's workout equipment there's yoga some of those types of things so the front's quite a bit more expensive yeah. but the wall at weaver state it's good like it's it's big they 55 foot climb so it's they go pretty high and I bet you um, there's some good bouldering and stuff. Yeah. On top of that. Yeah. yeah. So I went climbing there last week for the first time. And then I went again uh, a couple of days ago. I was going to go tonight. Um, I'll, I'll probably end up going tomorrow night. But um, yeah, so I started climbing again and it felt so good oh. and bad at the same time. Like I, <laughs> I was so sore and I got pumped yeah. really fast. Yeah. But it just felt so good to have those muscles be sore again after so long because they're muscles that I haven't worked out in a while. That's what it feels like. And (laughs) yeah, so and my my fingertips were all sensitive because they're they're not callous. Just like learning the guitar. Yeah, just it felt so good to get back into it. And my wife was like, she's encouraging me each week, like, hey, you can. Like, we don't have anything going on tonight. You can climb after work if you want. And so... I bet you're less of a jerk when you're climbing. <laughs> I'm happier, for sure. It, no, but it does. It's mood and it's mood it's lifting. Made, yeah. It's made a huge difference because yeah. as a teenager and stuff, I have such amazing memories from climbing. I also loved how I felt when I was fit and And, and from it took climbing you fun off. places. Yeah. So. so I go to the climbing gym and I climb for a couple hours and it just kind of brings back those memories and I've got a good... Uh, yeah, it, it boosts my mood big time. I get home and I'm much happier. And and so my kids are now just starting to get old enough that they can start coming to the gym with me. So I'll probably take them to the gym on occasion. And oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's fun though. I've I've enjoyed it, and I'm gonna I'm hopefully gonna start climbing uh, two or three days a week and get a little stronger. So that'll be be fun. But yeah, yeah. It brought back a lot of great memories and. Uh, and so, uh, my toes are sore because where, my shoes, shoes yeah. but the shoes that used to fit right yeah. now feel way too small, but it's just because I'm not used to it. But that's well, the but right your, fit. I told your feet never stop, your feet and your nose never stop growing, and your ears never is, stop growing. Is that really? true? I, I really think that's true. I don't true. know if that's true. My feet have been the same size for a long, long time. Mine too. Oh, I went from a nine and a half to a ten and a half. Really? How In long my, ago? In the last 10 years, and I'm 47. Interesting. So your no, nose you and ears, but I don't know about feet. Well, I, I think it's because I weigh so much. My nose is already big. <laughs> <laughs> the extra weight is flattening your feet, lengthening yeah. your feet out. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's a good thing, <laughs> yeah, or it's natural. Maybe it's not normal. Um, okay, so let's let's be honest. You're in your mid 30s. Yeah. So you recover a lot faster when you're in your teens and 20s. Yeah. So how are you, yeah. <laughs> Avery? <laughs> how are you approaching this? Is it? Take, climb a day, rest a day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's the approach here? Yeah, I'm just I'm kind of climbing when I, when I can, yeah. when my schedule allows. But, um, and how and, sore was your back? So my back actually wasn't that sore, but my lats were yeah. really sore, and my yeah. forearms and were really sore. Um, I'm just 
I'm taking it easy. I'm starting with easy, easy routes, just kind of building up the endurance, getting my tendons used to it again. Cause you know, I could jump on a uh, kind of a hard route, a, you know, V3 or V4 and probably get through it once. Uh, but then I'd be toast for the rest of the night. Wouldn't be able to climb cause I'd be so tired and so pumped from, from that one route. And then, um, you know, there's a there's a chance if I'm on crimpers, I could pop a tendon or something because I'm just not used to it. So I I'm, think I think you should text me. Yeah, you want to go climbing? Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, really do. Brandon, get on the ropes. I'm fat, but no. I well, I mean, I'm not as like you said. No. Like you get you're not when you were climbing originally. I was 19. Right. I wasn't 12 or whatever, but 19. And you're just like you're like auto abs, right? At 19, <laughs> like you don't even have to do anything. And so you know, I'm not that. I'm auto dad bod. <laughs> but um, I have to dust off the climbing shoes. But I want to belay you at least. I mean, like, I yeah. think it'd be fun to get, like you said, get the forearm sore, get I've, the lats yeah. sore. I really enjoy it. Like, I bought all of the climbing gear. I bought a rope. I bought all that. But I really love taking people out. Like, I brought some of my people, my friends who have yeah. never gone climbing before. It's a killer first date opportunity. It, that is also yeah. true. Yes. And, like, I love taking new people out that have never climbed before. I bought my buddy Mako out and he was like I've never climbed before I was like great let's get you all the way up yeah. he needed some help but like it was he had a great time and like that's like it's a great social yeah for sure um, yeah t Greg off air text me <laughs> <laughs> sounds good yeah I'll do I, it. I mean I mean but I don't want to mess with your vibe so you want to <laughs> you go along go along I'm just like if you like one night you're like uh, I could use some I, I could use some a belayer buddy yeah. yeah shoot me a text we'll, no we'll it cruise over so so I went, the first time I went at like 3.30 in the afternoon, nobody was there. And I thought, hey, this is nice. I got the gym to myself, no pressure, whatever. And then the next time I went, it was like 4.30 and nobody was there at first. And then a few people started trickling in in, in the evening, like 5.30 to 6. And as people were coming in, I was thinking, oh, people are going to see that I suck at climbing again. And, and uh, you know, I was a little self-conscious at first i'm very self-conscious about that but then there was one guy that that walked in and he was an obvious climber like he's skinny as a rail with forearms that are as big as my thighs yeah and so it's like oh this and he's got like a little you know he doesn't have huge biceps but when he moves his arm he's it like turns into a baseball you see the, the veins Hulk. yeah and he, yeah. he just like you can tell this this kid climbs a lot yeah and um and he's, I see him go and, and start climbing this, this slopey route, this little like V5 route with slopers and stuff on it. And, and I see him kind of, he gets to one hold and he starts to struggle a little bit and falls off. And I thought, oh, and then he, and then he starts climbing and he falls off on that again. And I thought that one doesn't look too bad. I'm pretty, I used to be really good at slopers better than crimps. And so I went over to it and I thought, you know, I'm going to try it. He, had, he ended up getting up it. And then when he wasn't looking, I wanted to go over and try it. And so I, I start climbing up it. And I, I was able to climb up to the same one that he fell off. And I, and I slipped off. And I kind of stood up and I look over and he's looking at me. He's watching me on the rock. And, and he gives me a thumbs up. He's like, you got it. And, then he, and so I tried it again. I got up to that one and I fell off again. He came over and we started chatting, kind of made friends. And then we started climbing together. And I remembered climbing with friends was one of the reasons that made it so fun and it was way more fun with people than it was by myself 
yeah. It's plus it's hard <clears throat> hard to do by yourself. I mean, you can go bouldering by yourself, but it's still it's like pulling Alex Honnold and go. Yeah, <laughs> un- until we're at that level. Yeah, but. So basically, this podcast is about old man bouldering and old man climbing. <laughs> um, you're in your mid 30s. I'm in my mid 40s. I would love to get back into the sport, if nothing more than to just take my kids out every once in a while yeah. and show, literally, show them the ropes. Um, to uh, pun intended. Oh, I got no. I got a thing for that. Hold on. Time out. Where is it at? Um, oh shoot. Yeah. Yep. That was about as slow as it gets. Yeah, because I think that's. It's we know as doing it as kids that they'll remember that it's a it's a bonding opportunity and you get them you, you get them it's easy it's easy we think about we take them skiing early but we don't think about taking them climbing early most people and, uh, but if you do that stuff early and you, I mean I've taken them in full harnesses and then there's this weird gap when they're like between like three or four to eight or nine where I don't know I, I feel like they're just they're literally trying to kill themselves all the time. <laughs> like they have no fear. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, so it's a little scary to take. You're like, all right. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah. But I think it's a good time to teach them those things. Yeah. yeah. They do have one auto belay route, like an auto belay thing at the top. So you can just, if you're there by yourself, you can clip in and you can still oh, climb sweet. the yeah. 55. I want one of those for my house, actually. Those things are sweet, but they're, they're pricey. The, they're I think they're over. Yeah. We need one at the shop. Yeah. They're sweet. Is that wall at the shop? That was by shoes. shoes. We made it now climbing. It wasn't that designed to be a wall? I think I think they reinforced it to be able to put a yes. some cl- I think, some I think holds on. I think. Yeah. I think we should do that one day. Yeah, I think that needs pretty to cool. Anyway, you may be hearing some background noise. The Utah Tourism Conference is in Ogden, and they are in the Monarch. So we got our doors open, and the conference is going on right now. And there's a lot of people here who are hearing the podcast recording live, which we think is pretty cool. So if you are here listening live, live show, Gear Thirty podcast, <laughs> yeah, you can catch us on, yeah, welcome uh, on uh, all the all the things, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So good luck, man. I think that's awesome. Yeah, it's fun to get back into it, and a uh, and a good plug for the Weber State Outdoor Program and their new building. They've worked really hard to to design that. Daniel Turner's worked really hard to design that, and um, and they put put a group of people together to try to raise money. I know Daniel's worked. His, his guts out to raise money for that and other people have helped to raise money and it's it's kind of become a community thing and it's such a cool building it's such a cool resource so check it out if you haven't already even just go for a tour just yeah. they've got a lot of really cool ogden memorabilia like outdoor memorabilia there's you know old climbing shoes and old pitons from oh yeah from um jeff Lowe, jeff Lowe and stuff old backpacks from jeff Lowe, old books and other things from you know the early Ogden days. Ogden was like one of the hotbed of hotbed early climbing. Of early climbing. Yeah. Basically, Both because rock of one ice. family, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, it's pretty cool, and they've got a lot of that stuff in there. So it's worth going to even just to look at the history, and it's just a a cool vibe over there. So I love it, man. Anyway. That's awesome. And then if you need some gear, drop down to Gear Thirty. Yep. There Always. You go. Yeah. All right, take us out. All righty. Thank you for listening to the Gear 30 podcast today. If you enjoyed the podcast and you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe. Ooh, it's a good show. It's a good yeah. show. Yeah. And then check out gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com for uh, your outdoor gear needs. So we have everything for the outdoors except for uh, mountain bikes pretty much. So. Well, and except for all the stuff we can't get this year because thanks COVID. But that's oh, another yeah. story. But, yeah, but right. we try to... Care- carry everything we, we have most things how are we doing on tents tents still back ordered tents have we have 
few tents. Yeah, we, we have, have some tents. Just got but, some Eureka tents in, actually. The two-person and three-person tents. Yep. You know, those Eureka tents are cool. Yeah. They are. I For um a really good price, too. Back yeah. in the day, Eureka used to make awesome mountaineering tents, and then they kind of fell off and started making cheap tents. But they've got a few tents that are killer tents for the price. Oh, yeah. Really good. Price is right there where you want it for yeah. a beginner or even uh, an enthusiast. Oh, yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So I, I like those tents. I'd, I'd use that for sure. So anyway, gear30.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Woo!